Hello and welcome to Lunar Poetry Podcasts. My name is Michelle Madsen and I am here in uh, sunny Lagos with the head honcho of um, Word Up. Um, Aluna, and I'm not going to be able to say your full name because I haven't mem- memorised it properly. <laughs> Can you introduce yourself to us, please? Okay, my name is Olumide Holloway, better known as King Olulu, not from Zulu. Yeah, and I, I run iTrex Media, company limited that uh, organises World Up events and World World Slam Poetry competition. Amazing. So we're here with King Olulu. Um, we're at Freedom Park at the Lagos Theatre Festival and we are going to talk about um, uh, Olulu's work and also about uh, how spoken word and slam is taking over Lagos and maybe even Nigeria. Yeah. So, Lily, can you tell us a little bit about um, your work and how you came to start writing? Okay, um, I've been writing for 20 odd years right now, you know, and I, I started writing when I was like age 11. That was way back in um, junior secondary school. And um, I, I, I just felt the need to write because um, I, I changed schools and it wasn't easy for me to make new friends. So instead of talking, I was writing. You know, so that was how writing started for me. But spoken word poetry started for me in 2010. You know, when I discovered that um, people react faster to sight and sound than to what they have to read. You know, and I okay, fine. I can't sing. I might not be able to dance that much, but I can read my poems. You know, and just apart from just reading my poems, I can actually perform my poems. You know, so that was how the journey into full time or full-time spoken word poetry performances started. And um, where did Word Up and War of Words start? Can you explain a little bit about what they are? Okay, um, let, me, let, let me talk about how they started. Yeah. You know, uh, when I started performing in 2010, you know, for like a year, throughout 2011, I was going to all open mics I could find. There was not a lot of them, maybe like two or three, you know. Is it two or three a month? No, like once a month. Okay. You know, you have various ones and more. There was one that was like weekly, but it was music, poetry, comedy, and an open mic. That was um, Freedom Hall by Torpedo Pascal. And is this all here in Lagos? Yeah, Lagos, yeah. and right now Abuja also. Yeah. You know, then there was um, Chill and Relax, which was like once a month. You know, those are like the basic two open mics I could find. And I, I was hoping I would get discovered. You know, somebody someone would say, ah, I like your poetry. You know, we wanted to do this and that. But for like one year, that never happened. You know, so it occurred to me that, look, instead of waiting to get discovered, why don't I discover poets? You know, so I had my group of friends with six in numbers and everybody was art-related, art-inclined in a way. And we're like, look, let, let, let's come together and do our own event. You know, so... We we tried sending out uh, proposals all throughout from June 2011, hoping to get sponsorship then to start our event, you know, and then we started co-organizing Chill and Relax, which was another platform that let's get a hang of how to organize events. So it was an open mic to start organizing February 2012, but World Up started August 2012. When we find out look, we're not getting sponsorship, we can't keep on waiting for sponsorship to come. Let's put our money into this thing and do it. You know, so what upsided at an event for established poets, you know, where established poets come on stage to perform and then people come and enjoy poetry. Along the line, 2013, we found out that we need to 
change our poets, not just use the regular poets. We need to find a way to discover new poets that can come on stage. And we have to be sure that those new poets can handle the crowd. Yeah. You know, because they might be good in their privacy, you know, performing one-on-one. But when they see the crowd, you know, tension and anxiety might come along. How big is the crowd usually? Um, when we started, we were like 100. Right now, we have like 300 to 500 people. 300 to 500 people every yeah. month? Yeah, not, not every month, quarterly. Okay. Quarterly at all. Right now, it's, we, we, we're changing what up to be once a year. Yeah. You know. So, when we, when we, they need to have new poets come on World Up, led to starting World World Slam Poetry Competition, where the top three get to perform at World Up. You know, so that was how World Up led us to World Awards, and World Awards is the Slam Poetry Commission where poets from all over Nigeria come together, video submission, from the video submission we pick 20 poets, then they come on stage, slam, and then the winner gets back from our World And when's the next World Awards? Uh, we've also changed the format right now. Yeah. Instead of doing just World Awards, we've done like five seasons of World Awards, now we're doing World Awards Africa. Amazing. So that's for poets from all over Africa? All over Africa. And where do you actually genuinely get poets from all over Africa? Well, we already have them online, on Facebook or Twitter. Some of them, you know, are are even planning to come to Nigeria for the event itself. Because World Wars Africa is planned to be like a reality TV show. Really? Amazing. So it's going to be like, like... Nigeria has got talent for poets exactly, type thing. Exactly. Amazing. You know, video submission from the video submission we do two auditions and then you know from the audition we pick twenty poets that are going to the house. You know, they'll be trained, you know, and all that and they'll slam consecutively for four weeks. And has that happened yet or is that no, about no, to no, happen? we just started the event is officially supposed to kick off March first where we release the theme for the video submission. Once the theme comes out we submit your videos from the videos, you know, we'll, we're hopeful that we get more than a hundred videos or up to a thousand videos. You know, then from those videos, we pick 60 points, we take them to the audition, 30. So, auditions, yeah. 30, 30 points. So, from those 30, we pick uh, 15, 20 points. Uh, yeah. From those 60 points, sorry, we pick 20 finalists to go into the house. So, it's like Big Brother for poets? Yes. You know, but with more talent? With more talent. More brain work than. With more uh, brain work? Yeah. That sounds amazing. And so, is that? Are you opening up to poets and performing in any language? Yes, there won't be restriction for you to perform in language. But also, we need to find a way to ensure that your poem can also be understood by anybody all over the world. And how are you going to do that? Uh, maybe subtitle. Maybe having the words of the poem scroll yeah. at the back. You know, just to ensure that you, you don't lose your crowd. Yeah, yeah. To ensure people follow. Though to a certain extent, we might. We might insist on having it in English. We might, you know, so that you don't because once people don't understand what you're saying, you've lost the crowd. Yeah. And if you don't have the crowd with you, how do you get to win the slam? Yeah. You know, so that's what we're trying to. That that angle is what we're trying to. And where is this massive slam final gonna happen? When? Um. Or where? Because it sounds where? like it's gonna be like a massive event. Yeah, it's everything going to hold in Lagos, Nigeria, for now. Yeah. Reason being, we, we, we are self-funding the events. Yeah. We're hoping we could get corporates to come in and sponsor the event, but yeah. um, and we're still talking to them. Hopefully, before we stand up officially, they'll come on board. But because for now, we have to work with what we have, yeah. and everything's going to hold in Lagos, Nigeria for this first edition. Yeah.
with time, we want to take it to Ghana, South Africa, at least hold auditions in Ghana, hold auditions in Kenya, hold auditions in South Africa, with time. And so it sounds like you're looking at sort of holding auditions mainly in English-speaking countries, or like whether, whereas English is spoken quite a lot. So um, what about poets in Francophone Africa? How do you capture them? Uh, well, like I said, we, we need to find a way to... Let, let's start with yeah. English poets for now. By the second edition, where we know, okay, this, where we know these are our mistakes, these are yeah. what we could do better, we'll find a way to work with poet from a poet performing any language. Yeah. Probably have the, like I said, have their words through at the background so yeah. that it's not just uh, what they're saying, you're also reading it. Yeah. You know, so people can follow the poet. Because we had one of our poets go to Brazil, which is not necessarily an English speaking country. You know, and she went to slam there. She was invited. Yeah. You know, and she went to slam there, and she came out. Uh, I think second or third. Amazing. You know, and what they did was yes, she was performing in English, but her point was being scrolled in the Brazilian language, so yeah. people were able to follow it based on what was behind. So that's how we plan to integrate poets with yeah. different languages. We've heard a lot about what you're doing to make poetry a bigger thing here in Lagos. It sounds amazing. Can you give us one of your poems yourself? Okay, um, uh, this is like my signature piece. It's titled um, Talent Can Be a Body. And it goes like this Poetry and spoken words are gifts we love to share. Since you go good, we have not to spare. We try to use our poems to make people happy, even though sometimes our lines can be very crappy. But we'll keep on keeping on, getting better to stay strong. But on days when people fail to appreciate our gift, some of us cry ourselves to sleep. I see this and I think to myself, Talent can be a burden, whether you have one or you have a dozen. You have to express it, but your smiles regret it. That's why envy the untalented, they have no reason to feel relegated. Some people want to be superstars, shine so bright, they're also in the spotlight. They want to flow right and tight, making people feel the vibes and put the rivals to flight. They want to enter clubs and people's hands, go up and stay till they leave. But when the effort seems to be in vain, tears cascade down your face like rain. I see this and I think to myself, talent can be a body, whether you have one or you have a dozen. You have to express it, but just mind regret it. That's why they are untalented. They have no reason to feel relegated. I know I can be what I want to be. If I work hard at it, I'll be where I want to be. So I don't mind doing poetry and spoken word for free, knowing someday, someone, somewhere will come along and pay my fee. And when that someday, someone come along and pay my fee, I'll get on the stage, pick up the mic, look you in the face and say out loud, talent can be a burden, whether you have one or you have a dozen. You have to express it. But just mind to regret it. That's why I'm video untalented. They have no reason to feel relegated. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you too. That's like a call it, that's like a klaxon a call to the new poets to get up on stage and to slam and to, Express and to do themselves. their thing. Exactly. So what you said that's your signature piece. What are you writing about at the moment? What the kind of the big things that kind of make you want to like tell your stories and put your words into rhyme? Um, what I write, write at, about the moment has to do with um, the difficulty comes in um, having to um, choose between making a living and living your making. You know, fine, I have to work to fund my passion. You know, but do I, do I, can't my passion put food on my table? You know, so... You I know. think you're speaking to... <laughs> It's a common theme amongst many yeah, artists. True, true. Wherever you are in the world, and how yeah. and, and and how how does that work? What are you, 
there a lot of tension there? What is your day job? I, I, I work in a bank. You know, I work as a credit analyst. You know, so which to a certain extent helps how I write. You know, because you have to analyze. You know, so it helps my writing. So in a way, it's um, they are both in sync with each other. However, time it's a major challenge because you know you need focus in whatever you're doing. So timing to go around meeting people, get to talk to sponsors, get to talk to people, get to encourage poets, get to mentor because have, I, I get mails from people that we need mentorship, we need training, but time, time, time. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, would you like to give us another poem? Do you have anything about on that theme that you um, okay. or about anything you like? Okay. Um, um, let me try and you know. Um, I'm trying to remember it. I um, I don't perform that much, you know, That's because okay. of poetry organization. You know. um, no. Okay. Okay. I think I have it now. I. I want to be rich and famous with a name that's not anonymous. I want to drive wonders on wheels and eat king-sized meals. I want to live a perfect life with my lovely, beautiful, sexy wife. So I look at the list of profession for one that will match my ambition. I went into politics, even though I try not to do politics. When I try to be a senator, I didn't get voted because I look like an hungry predator. I thought of Michael Jackson, so I went into dancing, but I was told I looked like chicken with wings flapping. I thought of Samuel Peters, so I tried my hand in boxing. But with so much beating and bashing, my body is still aching. I tried to be a teacher, but even my son didn't want me to teach him. So I tried to be a pastor, but I was told, Guy, you're just forming like an actor. I tried banking, but man, it's so tiring and boring. So I began to read books, set my brain on fire like a good cook. Then I tried writing and felt so good like kissing because the world kept flowing and gave me such a wonderful feeling. So now I write, even though I might not write right, or write tight, or write bright. But I write without fright, and I write with all my might. Am I really famous yet? I'm still casting my net. So for now, I write and perform for free. But soon, you all will pay my fee. Amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you too. <laughs> and in the UK, there's a, a, a sort of movement of poets here trying to like say, you can't work for free, because then it means that there are people working for free and it knocks okay. everyone's prices down. But... Um, gotta do what you gotta do I guess. True, true. Can you, can you, I'm really interested in um, what it's like to write in Nigeria at this moment. Okay. So we were speaking a little bit earlier about changing I'd be very interested to find out how that's affected poetry that you've seen and also whether, you know, what does it mean for poetry if that does happen? Okay. Um, um, right now, most poets in Nigeria write about political poems, you know, because um, politics is what everybody is keen on. The government is um, getting better, but they can be better, you know. So... Most poets tend to write on write about politics, and you know, why we came with this uh, message of change. You know, there's going to be change all over. We're going to make sure the government is better than it was, and all that. So, for even for our last slam, the 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 theme was um, has change come or when we change come. 
as uh, is this the change we wanted or something like that? I can't really remember the thing. You know, so most poets write about change. Okay, fine. We say the change will come. Has the change really come? Is this the change we want and all that? So it's more about politics. Yes, a little bit about love and other factors. But for most poets, it's all about politics, all about the government and all that. So that's still the case. Do you think, is it very much just focused on the Nigerian government? Or do, you, do poets here write about like... The global government. Global yeah, they do. You know, they do because it has to do with um, what you're aware of. Info, knowledge and information are very key. You know, and most of the time, so that you don't get quoted out of context when you're speaking about a country that is not yours, because you don't live there, you don't know how it's really affecting. You know, right now everybody know about um, Trump and um, the other co- uh, aspirants in the U.S. government, and you know, people have this. Let me use the word in quote now. Use this uh, very carefully biased view about Trump. You know, some people don't even like him based on what we hear. Say, okay, it's going to ban people from coming to USA. It's going to ensure, you know, Africans will get there and all that. But then, you don't, I don't live there. So it would be wrong of me to write about something I'm not too sure about because if you look at the online, online TVs and all that, he has followers. He has people that likes him. And then he, he's saying that he's going to change USA, ensure that terrorism don't... Um, you know, get to overrun the country. You know, so you have to balance what you know with what really is because there's nothing more damaging for a poet for you to write about something you're not sure of mm-hmm. and then get, and people say, start to point, punch holes into what you've written. You know, so we tend to reduce, yeah, if we're talking about global issues, we talk about poverty, which is a safe zone, we talk about um, terrorism, we talk about uh, human injustice to humans and all that. But poly- global politics is um, kept where it is. Politics locally, yes. Freely we can shout about that because we know the major parties, we know who is doing what. But global politics, no. Uh, global issues, definitely. We do talk about those. And just talking about politics in Nigeria, um, Nigeria is a really big country and yeah. we're here in Lagos, in the south. There seems to be a boss. Uh, here around poetry. What about in the north? Is there a lot of like, you know, north of Abuja or in Abuja? Is there much going on or is there much connection between the north and south in a poetry way? Yeah, we do. Um, when we started our events, we tried to bring poets together from all over Nigeria, which we were able to achieve with war votes because we have poets coming from Abuja, not have, we had, you yeah. know, poets actually coming from Abuja to slam. At our event, Abuja, Bini, Portacourt, even um, our last. Can I? Can I? Yeah, we had one from Kaduna. Yeah. One from Kaduna. There was one that was supposed to come from, I think, Zaria, but he couldn't make it because um, um, school functions yeah. and all that. You know, and then we've also reached out to poetry organizations in Abuja, in Bini, in um, Jaws, and then in Portacourt because they have an active organization there. In the north, we, we don't. Um, we have them. As individuals, we don't have them as a collective group yeah. for now. You know, so it's uh, yes, we have them as individuals. We reach out to them, we talk to them. But you know, it's easier when they have a collective group. So it's easy for you to talk to them and know, okay, what are your plans? These are our plans. How can we work together? Because in just we already intimated them that okay, this is the plan. How can we work together? In Benin, we did the same thing. In Portaco, we did the same thing. In Abuja, we also did the same thing. You know, so for the core north, though, maybe because of the issue with terrorism right there, yeah. it's not been easy reaching out to a particular group of poets there. 
but it sounds as if the network is growing here. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. It's really exciting. Yeah, what would you like to see happen in poetry in Nigeria in the next year or so? Are there any, like, is it more about your own writing or is it about organising? Do you have ambitions? You obviously said you're, like, interested in joining up with the rest of Africa. Yeah, okay. How about um, joining up with other poetry groups in different parts of the world? That's the, you know, you have the local vision, you know, then you have the semi-local and then you have the international vision because our watchword is um, act local, think global. You know, so even for World Wars Africa, the next, for us, we, we hope that we can actually do World Wars International where you have poets from all over the world yeah. come together. Where you can even have, um, you know, maybe like UK versus Nigeria poets, you know, poets from different countries, slam! You know, so it's not just about Nigeria or Africa. For us, a global vision. But, you know, you have to start small. Yeah. You can't start too big. You know, and our, 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 our core passion, or sorry, our core vision is we want Spokane Poetry to be a vibrant industry where, you know, people can tell their parents or their folks that I'm a poet. And nobody's asking, uh, yeah, you know, what's your day job? Do you understand? Where you can end your money and your living from poetry. So for us, it's to... It's a vision to make it an industry, a vibrant and thriving industry where you can earn your money without you having to think, okay, how do I feed my family? You know, um, and then we're hopeful that corporate organizations can come in, you know, and sponsor poetry like they do for music and comedy because music and comedy are very big here in Nigeria, and we believe poets can, uh, poetry can also be big, you know, because you have poets and not everybody. Yeah, we love music. Yeah, we love comedy, but you have some people that are more into intellectual stuff, more into um, stuff that because poetry makes you think, makes you put your imagination on a wider scope. You know, so you have people that love that. Yes, it might be a niche market, but it's also a market that can be vibrant. You know, so that is our vision. Make it an, make it a very vibrant industry in Nigeria, in Africa, and all over the world. Thank you very much for your time, Ululu. Thank you really for having me. It. This is Michelle Madsen and Maurice Steven, glamorous photographer, signing off from Lagos. Um, and you can find more out about War of Words and about Ululu at these Twitter addresses. Okay, at Word of 411, both on Instagram and Twitter. And then my own um, personal Twitter handle is at Ululu Forever. Amazing. Thank you very much. Thank you too. Speak to you soon and uh, this is Michelle signing off for Luna Poetry.